1: Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is The Prayer for Protection and was recorded on Sunday, September 4th, 2022.
0: This is an important month for us as a spiritual community. Why is that? Well, it's because It is the month of September where we celebrate World Day of Prayer. And in Unity, we believe so strongly in prayer. And I want to kind of slow down what we talk about about prayer. Because if you're new, uh, you probably notice we pray a little differently in Unity. Have you noticed that? Say, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, you've noticed it's a little bit different. Because, right, we don't beg God, we affirm, right? So, And we believe that this whole month, this whole month is a way for us to focus Even more deeply on our founding teachings, which is on peace and healing. And prayer is the foundation of all of that. So we believe in the power of prayer to heal, to manifest, to make new. We believe that prayer is not only good for us, but it changes our minds and hearts. So we don't believe in unity. We have to convince God of anything. You know why that is? Because God already is. God already loves us. Say to the person next to you, you're already loved. Right? Say to the other person next to you, you don't have to convince God. You don't have to, you don't have to convince God. And why is that? Because God already loves you. So what we believe is that if God is everywhere present, God is, is in every moment seeking to bless us. Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it more what? Abundantly. Not you have to beg and plead for abundance. Jesus never says that. Jesus, said, Jesus never said be a miserable sinner. <laughs> it's not in there. It is not in there. So in unity we like to think of ourselves as happy sinners. <laughs> as a matter of fact my good friend back here calls it the happy church. I said, well, yeah, it's really okay to enjoy life, right? It's what we're here to do. So it's not about begging God for anything, right? So what is it about? Let's look at number one. What are we here to do? What is prayer about for us? So I want to talk a little bit about the humble beginnings of unity. So when you you go through ministerial school like I had to do, and you grow up in the church like I did, my godfather was the minister." who used to read me theology books as a baby, like in one of those play pens that was before, like, uh, I was probably on the floor playing with, you know, Tupperware. It was before toys, right? So, and my my godfather would read me theology books. My mother was the president of the board, and all of my family ran the church, right? So I grew up in the Methodist church. And the Methodist church, you know, has a certain beginning, and that beginning still rings through in everything it does. This is true in unity as well. And so in unity, the founders, Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, were not trying to found anything. What they were trying to do is heal. They were in the church, and they were saying, something's missing. Like, we love our church. They grew up in the Methodist church also. And they said, we love this church. But something feels missing. And about that time, Myrtle Fillmore was given a diagnosis that she was going to die of TB. And in those days, that was a death sentence. So she went around looking for different places, different ways to heal. And this was a time where these uh, uh, speakers, it was kind of this idea was new about, it was called new thought. In other words, you could have a new thought about yourself in your life right and so they were going around and hearing different lecturers because she was trying to figure out ideas to heal and she heard this lecturer his name was E.B. Weeks and he said you are a child of God therefore you do not inherit sickness and Myrtle Fillmore heard that all she'd heard all her life was what you're a sinner you're bad wait that's true though isn't it so like it something inside her recognized that truth i think that's what happens to us usually when we come into unity we say something about this feels right so that one statement she took that same and said i am a child of god therefore i do not inherit sickness and not only did she affirm it out loud and say it over and over and over she began on a daily basis to pray to meditate and to go into the silence what we now call meditation. She would go into the silence and she would imagine holding, she would sit in her chair in her office and she'd put her hand out like this. And she would imagine the hand of Jesus holding hers and all her disease going in, going out of her hand and Jesus taking it for her. That was her visualization. And Myrtle Fillmore lived up into her 80s, late 80s. So somehow, but the change of mind, a change of thinking, a change of awareness, it's like the molecular structure of her cells changed. And this incredible. So this is how unity began with an idea to, to heal. Well, Myrtle's husband, Charles, was a real estate guy, right? So he was a businessman and he was like, hmm. What you doing over there, honey? think i want to you know i got this leg that's always been a little weird maybe i could try that on this leg sure enough charles Fillmore had a healing as well and so what happened is they said you know what maybe we should get some people together Every night at 9 p.m., let's have these friends that want to pray, that have healing needs. Let's have them gather together at 9 p.m., same time, wherever they live, and let's pray the same prayers. See if we can activate some healing within us. And so this started happening, not only in the area where they lived, which was Kansas City, but people began hearing about these healings and writing from around the country and even around the world. And Myrtle Fillmore, in the early days, answered every single letter by hand. There's a book now called Myrtle's Healing Letters. And that's some of those responses to healing, to healing needs. So this is how unity began as a healing movement. And sometimes I think we've lost a little bit of that. And I want to bring that back. It's why before service, we have uh, energy and Reiki. It's why this whole month on Tuesday, every Tuesday at noon for an hour, we're going to in here have something called Yes to Life Healing Circles. Because we believe you do still have the power to heal. Now, some people hear that and say, do you not believe in doctors? Okay, just say with me, she believes in doctors together. She believes in doctors. She also knows doctors don't know everything. Okay, So, so it's a both and. But sometimes, and I had a dear friend who was a chiropractor, he said to me, you know, 90% of what you're going to do to your skeletal system, 90% is on you, I just do the 10% to get you back in alignment. But what you do when you leave here, the bed you sleep on, the way you exercise, your posture, that all has to do with how well I can adjust you. So see, most of this healing journey, he said, is on you. I'm going to help. Right. And so I think that's how it is with healing as well. Yes, we get the medications. Yes, we go to the doctors we need. But then what's our part of the healing? Our part is the belief. Our part is the prayer. Our part is taking time every single day to tap into that God energy. Right. To tap into that God energy to remember we have the power to heal. Right, I have the power to heal. Will you say that with me? I have the power to heal. Whatever it is, I have the power to heal. I have the power to heal. So this is how our movement began. So you're going to always hear stuff about healing in our teachings. You're going to hear about soul growth in our teachings. Because we know to grow is a healing. And what I've noticed all of my career in unity, all the time I've spent in unity is that A lot of people come to us at a time of divorce, at a time of a healing need, at a time of I've just retired and I don't know my next steps. And we're here to help bridge that, help you bridge that gap, to know we're going to see you through this and beyond. And I'm fine if you're here for one Sunday or 10 years, it's as you need and as your journey dictates. We're not going to guilt you into (laughs) staying. We want you to be free to choose. Isn't this beautiful? To me, the only true church is the one that gives you your power back, not one that wants to take it. This is what I love about unity. We're here to heal. We're here to help you heal and send you along the journey. So this is our beginnings in unity. It began with the power to pray and heal. So will you say to the person next to you, you can heal. Say that. We can heal. Okay. Let's look at number two. Number two. How we pray. So there was one of the prayers we prayed in the church growing up that I thought was beautiful until we got this one little section. And this one little section said, Master, we are not worthy to gather the crumbs under thy table. I know, that was in the prayer. <laughs> that was in the prayer, and I would say, you know, that just doesn't sound good. So, in unity, how we pray is affirmatively, right? So, in other words, we pray as if it already is. Because what we know is we're living in this third dimension consciousness. Some people call it, you know, 3D, man, right? We're living in 3D, man. And we want to go up to 4D or 5D. Everybody says now the 5D's coming in. You feel me on that? Okay, okay. So what this means is that in this world of illusion, in this world where there's where there's I'm right and you're wrong, there's something beyond that. Because breathe that in there is something beyond that idea. The great poet Rumi says out beyond the ideas of right and wrongdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. Wow. Yeah, so how we pray is from that energy. We pray from all possibility. So even if you have a diagnosis, I'm going to say ultimate health is yours in this higher dimension. Because in these higher dimensions, there's no illness. You might say to me, I only have $3.69 in my checking account. And I'm going to say, you still have access to infinite abundance. Your work is to bring it from here to here. And that is by praying affirmatively as if it already is. So as you pray affirmatively, what you're doing, not convincing God, you're preparing your consciousness to receive the gift that's already there. And let let me explain it in like a super simple term. Have you ever gone into a room and you say, honey, I can't find my drumsticks. And from the other room, somebody says, they're right there. And you go, where? And they go, you know, on the floor, Tom. And you go, oh, there they are. Even though they were right there, you just couldn't see them. That's how your abundance is. That's how your health is. It's right here in this realm. It's already available to you. But you have such, we all have such a belief in the condition, we can't see the possibility. So we pray to align ourselves with all that God is and bring that into our world. To bring that into our lives. Health, wholeness, peace, abundance, forgiveness, life, wisdom. It's all here now. Can you imagine if the world knew this? If the world knew peace is here now. Now. We can drop our story about the past. Peace is here now. Right, So if I'm praying for a health need rather than saying, please, God, please, God, please, God, we just say, thank you, God, for the healing. I am whole, healthy, and well in mind, body, and spirit, and so it is. I am whole, healthy, and well right here, right now. I see it. I know it. And so it is. I am healed in mind, body, and soul. All is well. My good comes to me now. My good is here now. I have access to infinite abundance right here, right now. Everything I need is provided for me now. Now. Thank you, God, for providing for all that I need right here, right now. In relationship, in finance, in wisdom, in guidance. Everything I need is right here, right now. We pray from infinite abundance we pray from infinite possibility we pray to align our our thoughts with God's thoughts so many years ago i was working in a hospital as a chaplain and i learned so many wonderful things there and i met so many great people and there was a woman there who uh had a um a diagnosis that she was going to die in a couple of days and the family would always invite me in to pray. And they, the church they were from was assembly of God. And so they would say, Pastor, would you please pray with us? I said, yeah, of course I'll be honored. So I'd go in and we'd do some prayers. I'd pray with their mom and we just had a real nice, you know, connection. And they would say, are you sure, are you sure you're not part assembly of God? And I said, well, I just pray knowing we're one, whatever we are. And so the last time I prayed with the mom, she said to me, I can't wait to make you beans and cornbread. That was the last prayer. And I said, I can't wait to eat it. So that was like at about, I don't know, 3 or 4 p.m. She died about 7 p.m. And somebody said, you know, you're going to get that meal one day. I said, oh, yes, I am. And they said, you helped her cross over believing, believing she was healed at the level of the soul. She was healed. She was loved. She didn't get a cure this lifetime. The cancer was everywhere. But she knew God loved her. And as she crossed, her thought was of a feast. What a wonderful way to enter into the kingdom, right? So we pray knowing all is well. Often, if I feel something's a little out of some, you know, something's like kind of, or maybe I'm a little cranky, I say, you know what? All's well. I'm just going to, I'm praying that prayer to see all is well. Eric Butterworth, one of Unity's great authors, said, don't pray to set it right, but to see it rightly. Right? So, we're seeking to see life. From this higher awareness. We're seeking to see life from this higher awareness. As God sees. So can you imagine if we began uh, walking around. Doing our shopping. Talking to our family members. Surfing the web. Remembering to see people as God sees us. Wow. So how do we pray? As if the miracle has already happened. Right? That's how we pray. So, one of our prayers that we use that we talk a lot about, and I wanted to give you the full version of today, is Unity's Prayer for Protection. So, uh, raise your hand if you've ever memorized this prayer. Have you memorized this one? Okay, yeah, yeah. We usually memorize that first little bit: light of God surrounds us, love of God enfolds us. But what I wanted to tell you about it is James Dillett Freeman. Who, uh, by the way, uh, many years ago, I worked at Unity Village. And I got to work right down the hall from Rosemary Fillmore Ray, who was the granddaughter of the Fillmores. And he used to have lunch with James Dillard Freeman. He told the best jokes, by the way. Not at all appropriate for church, but the best funny joke. (laughs) And uh, he loved this prayer and his other prayer, which was, um, I am there. He felt, I am there, was his best prayer. He said, I know all you ministers love prayer for protection, but I wanted to tell you about this prayer because sometimes when we come to a unity church, especially one that's kind of off the beaten path, it's hard to understand how we relate to the larger world, but unity is part of a worldwide movement called unity, and this prayer has been used around the world, and one of the people I love that used it is astronaut Buzz Aldrin, I Asked the guys to put up a picture of him so you could see who he is. He took this prayer on the Apollo 11 mission. And he had never heard of Unity, but somebody handed it to him and said, You're going to need this. So it was after he came back from the Apollo 11 mission that he connected with James Dillard Freeman at Unity Village. You know, they did a photo op and everything. And he really began to understand wow, Unity and these ideas is what helped me accomplish that mission. Like all the education, all the work, and all the smarts, and all the physical conditioning. Yes, he had to have all that. But he said, without that prayer, I don't know how I would have made it. So the prayer was written originally for the soldiers in World War II. So let's look at that. Let's look at that. You can read that with me if you like. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. The mind of God guides us. The life of God flows through us. The power of God abides in us. The joy of God uplifts us. The strength of God renews us. The beauty of God inspires us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Isn't that beautiful? Wow. has a different meaning. Can you imagine a soldier with things going off, having this prayer? Wow. So what I feel about being in the world right now is it can feel like a war zone at times. So I wanted you to be able to have this prayer. Some people sometimes take out and take their phones and take pictures of the prayer. Uh, we'll put it up on our website in the next week or so and on Facebook for you in case you want to get it. Because I love the whole prayer. It's beautiful. It's, it's a prayer I've used at birth, at baptism, at marriage, at death, in counseling. We always want to know we're not alone. And so many that watch us from home are sitting at home alone because they can't get out. I want them to have this prayer too. Wherever we are, God is. Let's say that together. Wherever we are, God is. So this week for World Day of Prayer, what we're going to do is we're going to gather together on Thursday. It's just a couple hours. The Saibaba group that's here is going to join us Um And uh, there's a new Buddhist group that's going to be, uh, again, doing meditation here as well. Uh, I spoke to them this week. They can't make World Day of Prayer, but they're going to, in the future, uh, be a part of that. So she's coming in on Tuesday. So remember those intentions we held? You remember those questions you asked me when you interviewed me? And you said, what are we going to use this campus for? Remember that? And we said, we're going to use it for a holy purpose. And I said, and probably a car show. But yes. I said, I don't know why I keep feeling a car show here. And then they said the former owner was like a NASCAR driver or something. Ah. So, so World Day of Prayer from 12 to 2 on Thursday. We're going to be here. And what we're going to do is for two hours, we're going to be mentioning the countries around the world. We'll have a time of prayer. We'll have silence. We'll have prayer. We'll have silence. And then when you came in today, did you receive a thing to write names on a list? Let's see, hold that up. Yep. Uh so Penny has it right there. What you're going to do today and you can feel free to do it now or anytime before you leave, you're going to write down names of people you want held in prayer. Don't no no I don't need to know Susie's boyfriend's you know mother's condition. Just just write the name and we know God knows. I don't we don't need want any details, just the name. Because God knows the name. And what we're going to do on World Day of Prayer, we're going to just speak those names aloud. And those are going to be read during that two hours. And when you do that, i tell you what it feels like. It feels like angels whispering names. Something holy descends and it's a beautiful energy. So for two hours, we'll probably keep uh, the doors closed and have people come in quietly. So if you can't be here the whole two hours, you only have 15 minutes, you're welcome. Just please come in quietly. But World Day of Prayer is the time on Thursday this week from 12 to 2. We're going to be gathering together to pray.
1: Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.